All right. Yeah, it's a, a, a beautiful reading we have today from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Uh, I want to reflect on one thing, just one word, uh, and that's the word repentance, the word to repent. Um, we, can, we can see in this passage here that the people of Nineveh, of course, repented at, at Jonah's preaching. They repented of their sin and sackcloth and ashes. They repented of their sin. They turned from their sin and tried to turn their life to God. And I think this season of Lent is the season of often known as repentance. And so um, that's the word I want to focus on today. So when I was growing up, uh, I, I've, and, and to this day, I've always loved the Green Bay Packers, but when I was a, a growing up and I was a kid, um, I, I absolutely loved the Green Bay Packers. Love Brett Favre. Brett Favre was my favorite person in the whole wide world. I definitely wanted to be the next uh, Brett Favre. I loved playing football. I was a quarterback. I always saw myself I was going to play in the NFL. I remember being a young kid and like even watching, uh, like watching the NFL, which I love to watch. But I remember thinking, well, as I watched the adult men in my life watching the NFL, I remember thinking as a kid, dang, it would be really depressing to be an adult and to just be watching the NFL and to not be playing the NFL. Um, and here I am, of course, watching the NFL only and not playing in it. So I guess my life didn't work out as I, as I thought it should have uh, as a young kid. But, but I really wanted to be the next Brett Favre. I, I wanted to, to model my life after Brett Favre. I, I think I was much more than simply a fan of Brett Favre. I was kind of like a follower. Whatever Brett Favre did, uh, I was going to do. Uh, I wanted to be a gunslinger just like him. I uh, wanted to wear the number four, which I did just like him. Um, so I was, I was a, a follower of Brett Favre. I was more, uh, in some ways, I was more a follower of Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers than I, than I was of our Lord, sadly. Um, I was always a fan of our Lord. Um, I was always, you know, never had anything against him, never had anything against his church. Um, but I always felt like I just kind of followed him at a distance. Um, it wasn't until, you know, I encountered the Lord like in a, in a, in a powerful way going into college that, that I really felt like I finally like started to follow him and, and not just be a fan of him, not to simply to stand at a distance, but to draw near to him and strive to place him at the center of my life and the center of all the things that I, that I would do. And, and so I think as I thought about the word repentance, I'm thinking about this idea of following Jesus, of not being simply a fan of Jesus, not to be something that we like, even the good, something that's important in our life, but that fall, like to repent means more than simply to say, I'm sorry. Repentance involves saying, I'm sorry and asking for forgiveness, but repentance about, is about more than just forgiveness. The Lord wants to forgive us our sins, but he also wants to heal us and he wants to make us a saint. He wants to give us the grace so that we might live with him both now and into eternity. And so when I think about this word repentance, I think about this idea of not simply standing at a distance of Jesus, not simply being a fan of Jesus, but to follow him, to, to repent of our sins. To repent means to like turn from our sins, to radically reorient our life towards Christ. Not simply just to say, I'm sorry, but to amend our life, uh, to be consecrated to the Lord. Uh, which just means to be set apart, to be set apart for him. In other words, to repent means our lives should actually look different because of our repentance. Our hearts should be reordered, refocused on Christ. And, and yes, season, this season of Lent is an especially good time to focus on this word re repentance, to focus on the idea of repenting of our sins and turning to the Lord, radically reorienting our life towards his. And this is something I think the Lord calls us and gives us the grace to do, not just one time, 
but, but every single day, every single day. And not just during Lent, but throughout our lives. But Lent is often a time when we call this to mind in a particular way. And we call to mind repentance through fasting, like the people of Nineveh, through fasting, through penance, right? Through fasting, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, all of these external things. However, what the Lord desires most is a repentance of our hearts, an interior interior repentance, more so than exterior acts of of penance. Um, Although these two things go hand in hand, the Lord desires mercy, not sacrifice. The Lord desires that our hearts might be conformed to his. And then, yes, works of penance, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving are a sign of that interior repentance, but I think that turning of our lives, our turning of our hearts um, radically towards the Lord, seeking his forgiveness, but then seeking his, for gr- his grace to live a new life is just as much a part of that word repentance. I want to read just a couple paragraphs to you from the Catechism of the Catholic Church talking a little bit about this. So this I'm going to start in paragraph 1430. The Catechism says, Jesus' call to conversion and penance like that of the prophets before him, does not aim first at outward works, sackcloth and ashes, fasting and mortification, but at the conversion of the heart, interior conversion. Without this, such penances remain sterile and false. However, interior conversion urges expression and visible signs, gestures, and works of penance. It goes on to say in paragraph 1431, Interior repentance is a radical reorientation of our whole life, a return, a conversion to God with all our hearts, an end of sin, a turning away from evil with repugnance toward the evil actions we have committed. At the same time, it entails the desire and resolution to change one's life with hope in God's mercy and trust in the help of his grace. Yeah, so I love these two paragraphs. I think this is like speaks obviously way better than I could ever say it. Um, the, the Lord desires conversion. He desires repentance. But most especially, first and foremost, he desires an interior conversion of the hearts, that our hearts might be radically reoriented, that we might not be his fans only, but we might be his followers, that we might um, radically reorient all of our lives to follow after him. Without this, the church says, such penances remain sterile and false. Without this, what we're giving up for Lent, if, if it's chocolate or sweets or candy or, or alcohol or whatever it is, or, you know, coffee, w- without this interior conversion, this interior repentance of turning our hearts to the Lord, these external acts of penance, acts of sacrifice, acts of fasting, prayer and almsgiving, these remain sterile and false without first this interior conversion. But he goes on to say, however, interior conversion urges expression, invisible signs, gestures, and works of penance. So a true interior penance ought to lead to these physical manifestations, these sacrifices, these, these, pen, these acts of penance, these fasts, especially during the season of Lent. But they come from a heart united to the Lord, a heart in relationship to with the Lord, rather than just simply being external acts of penance that don't actually lead to an interior conversion. So I I guess today I would just encourage us all to examine our hearts. Um, You know, ask the Lord for his grace to examine our hearts. We're going to examine our hearts tonight during night prayer, and it's just a great opportunity to call to mind our sins, but to ask the Lord for his grace and his mercy to live our lives a new way.
And we can do that every day, right? We're going to fail time and again, but we can radically reorient our lives to Jesus with his grace alone uh, and live our lives with him to ask for him uh, to convert our hearts by his grace that we might walk in newness of life. Uh, The catechism goes on to say, the human heart is heavy and hard and God must give man a new heart. Conversion is first of all a work of the grace of God who makes our hearts return to him. Restore us to thyself, O Lord, that we may be restored. So it's the Lord's grace who brings about our interior conversion. So I guess I would just invite all of us to call upon the Lord to ask him to to soften our hearts, to turn our hearts, to convert our hearts so that we might walk in newness of life and to repent of our sins and to turn our lives. He might give us the grace to walk with him. And just to remember that all of this is first and foremost a work of God's grace in our life. And he's just inviting us to say yes to him, to respond to him this evening, but each day, especially this Lenten season. Amen.